Welcome back today. Thank you so much for your listenership to the Bible Tracked Echoes radio broadcast. I'm your host, Evangelist Mike McCurry, Executive Director here at Bible Tracks Incorporated. And in that role, I'd love to tell you about a special event coming up here at Bible Tracks Incorporated. We are hosting an open house. It's coming up very soon, November 7th to be exact. From 11 a.m. until 4 p.m., we'd love for you to come, even if you can only make it in for a few minutes. Or if you can stay for the lion's share of the time, we'd love to fellowship with you. Our staff, our amazing team here at BTI will all be in attendance. We'll be showing you our order fulfillment center. We'll be talking to you about the ministry that God's given us to many prisoners. We're getting close to 100 different prisoners that have started our discipleship course just this year. We'll be giving an update on the Your Decision 2020 track and the amazing response we've had to that election track. I'd also love for you to bring some folks with you. If you live anywhere near the Bloomington, Illinois area, anywhere near central Illinois, please put it on your calendar this coming Saturday, November 7th, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Even if you're just on your way through town, maybe just coming to get some groceries, stop by five, ten minutes. We'd love to fellowship with you. I'd love to meet you in person. Please, please consider it. Let's turn our attention to our Bible study here in just a moment. I'm so happy that you joined us once again today, and I greatly appreciate the fact that you would give of your time to listen to this broadcast. I can't wait for the opportunity to fellowship with Dr. Paul Levine in heaven one day as we reminisce about what God has done. I'll be very interested to hear his stories from back in the day, 1938, when this ministry began, 1957, 1958, when this radio portion of the ministry began, now playing on 50, 60, 65 different stations across the nation, and so thankful for our radio partners. We are also so very thankful for you, our listening audience. And I would be remiss if I did not mention the amazing support that we get, both prayerfully and financially. It's such an encouragement to receive emails from folks when they say, I just heard about your ministry. So exciting to see what God is doing. I'd like to support you in prayer. It's also such a blessing to get a letter from a dear saint of God that's been supporting our ministry financially for 30-something years. I cannot tell you what it means to me to be able to partner with you for the gospel's sake. I'd like, if you would, to talk about the will of God. We are in discipleship study number 12, if you can believe that. Number 12. We've made it this far, and yesterday we talked about the greatest place a Christian can be is in the middle of the will of God. George Truitt had an excellent statement long ago, to know the will of God is the greatest knowledge, and to do the will of God is the greatest accomplishment. I'd like to read a few Bible verses today just to give us some context on this idea of the will of God. Ephesians 1 verse number 4. Will you join me there? We'll read a couple of verses from Ephesians. Ephesians in the New Testament, Galatians, Ephesians. Ephesians chapter number 1 and verse number 9 says this, Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, 
which he hath purposed in himself. Ephesians 5, verse 17. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. I hope that's your goal today. If you listened yesterday and got the introduction to this concept of the will of God, and maybe, just maybe, you are desirous to know the will of God for your life, then listen in. I'd like for you to consider ordering our discipleship studies. They are completely free. Our ministry is committed to getting Christians the gospel tools they need. We'd love to send these to you via PDF or even in the mail. And so contact us, if you would. The announcer at the conclusion of the program will let you know how you can do that. But if you want to know God's will, then listen in and look at Ephesians chapter 6 and verse number 6. The Bible says, Not with eye service as men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Colossians 1 verse 9. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that ye might be filled with what? The knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. I'd like you to notice in the prophet Elijah's life in the Old Testament, 1 Kings chapter 17, this passage has meant much to me over the last few days, weeks, and months, and uh, a message that we might bring over the radio airwaves in the future uh, comes from this passage. But 1 Kings 17, verse number 2 says, And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward. Hide thyself by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan, and it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. I'd like you to notice how specific God's will was. We can continue in chapter 17, verse number 9 and 10 of 1 Kings. Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. I can point out the fact that God always took care of his man, and God always takes care of his people wherever he leads them. But that's not the thought that I'd like to point out. I'd like to point out the specificity, how specific God's will was. God knows, and God has a plan for every aspect of your life. He goes so far as to tell us in Jeremiah 1 verse 5, he tells the prophet Jeremiah and has him recorded in the canon of scripture for us this verse, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Before Jeremiah was born, God had already planned for him to be a prophet to the nations. God has a specific plan for your life. How wonderful is that knowledge? It's amazing. Let's talk for a moment about what God's will is not. God's will is not running out of gas and front of a Chinese restaurant, and then realizing that God wants you to become a missionary and become a preacher to the people of China. That's not how God works. It's not some treasure hunt or a traumatic experience. God's will is not always difficult, but God wants us to know his will even more than we want to know it. I think the crux of the thought today as we talk about his will is this. Much of God's will is already revealed. 
The Word of God has already told us a lot about the specifics of God's will in our lives. A few examples follow here. Read the Bible every day. Joshua 1.8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, for thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Well, that seems obvious. We should read God's book every day. How about praying? 1 Thessalonians 5.17, pray without ceasing. How about being faithful to church? You can find a verse about that, Hebrews 10.25. Witnessing to others about what God has done for you, 2 Timothy 4.2. We need to live holy lives, the Bible tells us. 1 Corinthians 6.19 and 20. We, when we decide and the Lord allows us, opens the door for marriage, the Bible commands us that we should marry someone that is of a like mind. Be not unequally yoked together. Amos 3.3 3 says this, can two walk together except they be agreed? So God's will for you on this topic of marriage is to marry a Christian. Proverbs 22.6 talks to us about the issue of rearing our children and how we should do that. It says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. So rear your children for God. We should, the Bible commands us, to give at least a tithe of what we make, what we earn, back to God, understanding that all of it is originally his. You can find verses about that, Malachi 3, 9 and 10. We should be separated from the world, 1 John 2, 15. Children, you should obey your parents, Ephesians 6, 1. I'll say it again. So the mom and dad, as you're driving in the car, you can turn it up a little bit. Children, you are supposed to obey your parents, Ephesians 6, 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. I just gave you 10 different things that are legitimately part of God's will. Now you say, hold on a second. Those don't talk to me specifically. Actually, they do. They talk to every man, woman, and child specifically. So let's get this out of the way. If you did all 10 of those things, you would be well on your way to figuring out God's will for your life. Because all of those things are already God's will. So let me ask you this, friend. Why do you think you'll do God's will if you're not already obeying and following God's revealed will for your life? Think about that for a moment. Consider that. As more of God's commands are revealed to you, you should do them immediately. God's not going to reveal more of his will to you until you're already practicing what you already know. Once a Christian is obeying all he has learned thus far, maybe, just maybe, God will see fit to reveal more to you. There are many other concepts and things we could talk about with this idea of the will of God, and we're going to sum up here shortly, just a few moments left in the radio broadcast. But here are some other helps in obeying and doing God's will. Stay involved in Christian activity and ministry. If you are not involved in local ministry, then you should be. But if you already are, be very careful about cutting the strings connecting you to God's people. The first step to backsliding away from God is to cut a string, such as not attending church, dropping out of maybe the choir that you faithfully sing in. Maybe you are helping in a Sunday school class. Be careful about those things because they may distance you from the will of God. Make sure to lose your own will. Here's another tip for you. You will never be able to do God's will 
until you're willing to sacrifice your will. There are many keys to determining God's will. Of course, Bible reading, prayer, your parents, your pastor, maybe godly friends, all of these things can be a help. But let me say this, friend. If you have not yet begun reading God's holy word, that would be the best place to start. I'm so excited for you as you endeavor to do God's will. You know what God's will for you might be this coming Saturday if you live within 100 miles or so of Bloomington? I think you should come to our open house November 7th, this Saturday. I'd love to see you there between 11 and 4 p.m. The announcer will tell you more information about how to contact us to ask questions. Join us tomorrow as we get into discipleship study number 13 on sin. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.